Homestyle Green, episode 94. G'day and welcome back to another episode of Homestyle Green. I'm the host of the show, Matthew Cutler-Welsh, and this is the podcast all about inspiring people to make a better place to live. Now, I'm on the road this week, so I haven't got my usual setup and I haven't had the chance to put anything out. So this episode's coming slightly late, but I do feel that it's important to get an episode out there because there's so much going on. And I'm enjoying a visit back to Australia this week and it never stops to amaze me how many similarities there are between the houses here and some of the issues that are around in terms of having a warm, dry, comfortable home um, and an energy efficient one. Slightly different priorities. Certainly there are lots of things that other places could learn from Australian houses, not least of which would be rainwater collection. They do that very well here. Lots of solar panels. They do that very well here. And verandas and external shading. They've really got that down uh, because Overheating is a big problem and certainly one way of addressing that is having a big fat air conditioner and there's certainly a lot of those. But I'm very impressed with how much external shading, either fixed external shading like verandas and balconies and pergolas or um, retractable shading, so uh, window covers or canopies, things like that, or even just good planting. And that's another thing that uh, I see Australians do more and more uh, well is appropriate planting for the for the climate that they're in and there's something that you can think about wherever you're building or renovating your home all those things making it appropriate to the climate that you're in but wherever you are good shading um, and I think good solar solar generation and even rainwater harvesting though there aren't very many places on the planet where those things don't make sense. Anyway, that's not what I wanted to talk about this week. I wanted to talk about paint because I have recently been in touch with Auro uh, Eco Paints, A-U-R-O, and got some fantastic response directly from Germany where one of their very technical boffins uh, responded directly from via via one of their local suppliers, I sent some questions and they responded with some information about their paints. Now, a few years ago when Natalie and I were renovating our house in Christchurch, we came across BioPaints and that was a New Zealand made paint. And the reason why we were looking for that was we were about to have a family, we were about to start a family and we were pulling up our carpet in our 1930s old house as was the trend I think still is the trend to reveal beautiful hardwood in our case Rimu floors now these are these are beautiful when you pull them up but they're to get the full benefit you sand them back and varnish them or polyurethane was the uh, is the typical um, method of varnishing and maintaining those floors if you want to have exposed hardwood floor now, I'd heard that polyurethane was not such a great thing for people, which kind of confused me because it's pretty much the standard for what we put on our floors. But I thought, if it's not that great of a thing to be 
breathing in. And, and if you've had a look at polyurethane, you'll see that most tins have a whole bunch of warnings on the, on the tin about um, using it in a ventilated space, making sure you use uh, probably some breathing uh, equipment. And even the people that do this professionally recommend that you don't stay in the house for a week. Uh, or a few days after it's done. And that got me thinking, how can this be a good thing to be living with permanently if all the recommendations are focused around staying away from this stuff that you're putting on the floor? Um, so we did a bit of research, and that's where we found biopaints. And uh, biopaints in New Zealand actually imported some uh, a few different products, oils and stains for floors, hardwood floor, um, there was also a, a wax, and um, we kept, we found an option that was a, a natural product for the floors, and we put it on, and I still recommend that product, not least because it is just a beautiful product, both in terms of its smell, its fragrance, but also the way it went on. It was just, it was quite it was quite thick. It's a little bit thicker. Um, we did also then use some of their paints, which were, were very thick for uh, walls and ceilings, but those, those as well were very nice to use. But the thing that stood out for me most was the slightly citrus uh, smell of the, the floor varnish. And instead of being something that you felt like you had to be away from, it was still quite potent, and I wouldn't want to be um, sucking it in, those fumes, directly, but it was much more of a pleasant smell and aroma than um, the polyurethane which is as the the uh, team here from Oro uh, pointed out numerous times is a petrochemical it's a it's a oil-based product and it's it's kind of like sniffing petrol I think in terms of uh, toxicity so that's where I first came across uh, biopaints um, we went on to do the walls and the ceilings and, and, and the rest of the inside of the house with, with biopaint product and it was it was great. I really, really liked it. One thing I did question about it was the durability. Again, because we were going to have children, we knew that the walls were going to get um, a, bit of, uh, a bit of treatment. They were going to get wet probably. They were going to need to be wiped down. And that's certainly something that traditional uh, standard mainstream paints advertise the fact that they're tough they're built for modern life they can be knocked around and and if the kids paint or draw on them you can you can generally wipe it off I felt that uh, some of the bio paints because they were they weren't quite as um, glossy had more of a matte finish that sometimes they might be a little bit harder to clean but I think that may have changed in, in recent years and and um, the, the people from Oro suggest that the technical specifications are pretty much equivalent to standard paints. So it's definitely a good thing to, to check out. So in terms of um, the, the questions that I asked and the responses I got back, then head on over to homestylegreen.com94 um, for episode 94 and you'll be able to read the responses directly that... Uh, Dr. Letal of Oro from Germany uh, sent directly back. The main, I won't read out all the responses, but the, his main point was that there are, there are eco paints and there are eco paints. And a lot of paints that you can get have an environmental choice or some sort of environmental third party verification to say um, that the, either the company is a good company 
or the product is a relatively good product. And I, I mean good in terms of the environment. So they might have an environmental accreditation like ISO 14001 or um, New Zealand uh, would be Green Choice, uh, sorry, the uh, Green Choice Australia or environmental choice in uh, New Zealand or something similar to that. And a lot of countries have their own uh, system. And this was one of their points was that it can be quite confusing because there isn't, other than 14,001, uh, there are very few international standards of what environmental good practice means for manufacturing things like paint or then the end product as well. All of these products, these mainstream products, still generally may contain some form of petrochemical as the agent that helps the paint dry and this is one of this is the one of Oro's main points is that their products are all natural so their their main ethos is to design in harmony with nature so they have all uh, they don't use synthetic solvents or what they what they would label as harmful ingredients and instead they use all natural products and they've got some fantastic images if you go over to oro.de uh, and hopefully we'll navigate to the um, English version of that it is a, a German website so it's uh, auro.de if you go slash en you'll get the English version of their website or in New Zealand you can go auro.co.nz <clears throat> and they've got loads of information and some beautiful images of not just their finished product and the lifestyle images you expect from a paint company, but also some of the raw raw materials that go into their paint and where it comes from. So uh, so check that out. And I've also got a response there from the the local team uh, from New Zealand who have decided to import Oro paint uh, eco paints into New Zealand. And I I asked them about why they wanted to do that, and it was a similar. Uh, story I think at the start as to the the experience that we had that we couldn't find much in the the mainstream market and they wanted to do something about that um, so that they've made these products more available to uh, New Zealand market by setting up a uh, supply chain directly from Germany to supply these into the New Zealand market and I believe there is something similar in Australia and certainly around the world in fact Wherever you are, you can look on their worldwide uh, distribution network on, on their site and find out who is, is supplying this type of product in your area. And even if they're not, then there will be other equivalent products out there. This isn't um, a, a podcast just about Oro Paints. It's more just to raise the awareness of you've built this beautiful home. It's energy efficient. You've done, done your best on the things you can't see. When you come to finish it off with the things that you can see then there are some other things to think about particularly around um, VOCs which are volatile organic compounds they're pretty nasty but there are also some other things um, that you don't want to be breathing in over a, certainly the the danger period is when it's just fresh and after you've just finished the building but some of those things also linger around and we've had this experience in the past with things like lead and I'm grateful that we don't use lead or, or heavy metals, or some heavy metals in our products, but there are actually some paints that still do have, have trace uh, heavy metals in their paints. So we need to be aware of these things because you never know what, you're gonna, what your kids are going to get up to. And just being in that internal environment for 
up to 70% of your time, uh, which is the, the average time that we do spend inside either buildings or inside our homes, it's worth thinking about what you're putting on those walls and the environment, the internal environment that you're creating for yourself. Um, <clears throat> now, before I finish off today, just want to do a quick shout out to Nudora, who continues to be a great supporter of this show. If you're looking at doing an energy efficient building, then definitely have a look at their insulated concrete form system. It's gaining in popularity all over the world and wherever you are that should be give you the confidence to uh, to give it a try even if it's only just for your insulating your concrete slab then you can have a go um, but check it out it's a great way of building quickly and uh, and producing a very energy efficient product you can find them at energyefficientbuilding.co.nz or you can go straight to nudura that's n-u-d-u-r-a.com I also wanted to do a quick shout out um, or a mention of the Homestyle Studio. Now this is due to kick off probably early in 2015 and I've mentioned it before on the show but I just wanted to give a bit of an overview of what the forum will look like because um, if you haven't been in a forum before it might might be sound a, bit, a little bit strange. It's kind of like a closed group where you can come in anytime and either post a question or connect with other people who are in a very similar position to you if you are starting out on a renovation or a building project and you've got some questions that you're not quite sure of all the decisions you've got to make, you're not sure which which direction to go, then this forum is going to be the place for you. So chances are if you're, if you're listening to this show, then you're exactly the right kind of person that's going to benefit from the Homestyle Studio. You don't have to be in there every day. Um, all it is is a, is a resource which is independent, so we're not going to have lots of advertising or, or I don't think we're going to have any advertising in there. We're just going to have uh, independent expert advice when we need it, but it's going to be mostly a, a networking opportunity for you to connect with people perhaps who have done what you're trying to do in terms of building a better home. And it's going to be a place for you to ask questions and to get those questions asked, answered by the community, that is all the, all the people who download this show and listen to the show and read the, read the, pod, read the blog. Um, they'll be able to, if they, if they are members of the forum as well, they'll be able to come in and answer questions. But also I will answer questions and I'll, I'll be in there most days to help uh, facilitate any conversation that's going on, but more importantly, to guide people in the right direction. And the, really the point of this is so that chances are if you're asking a question, then there'll be others who have very similar questions. And rather than me responding directly one-on-one, uh, where appropriate, I'd like to be able to give the benefit of those answers to, to more than one person and have a bit of a discussion because I, I don't know all the answers either. So it'd be a great pe- place for people to, to add their input and uh, share what's worked with them, what, what's worked for their situation. So that's all, uh, that's what the forum's about. Uh, I really hope you join us in there. The Homestyle Studio will be kicking off in early 2015, but if you want to secure your spot in that, then register over at homestylegreen.com slash studio. And if you get in there before December the 
14th, December the 14th, um, 2014, then there will be a very um, a great price in there. Now, normally, as I've said, I do do consulting, which is around about $70 an hour or, or um, so upwards of $70 for a house plan review. The Homestyle Studio, which will allow you access pretty much any time uh, to me and to the rest of the community, is half that. It's only $35 for a month. But if you get in before that 14th of December, you can register and lock in your membership of the Homestyle Studio for just $25 a month. So it's a great deal. Um, love to have you in there and it'd be great to, to grow that community we're not going to grow it too much because I don't want too many people in there so that um, no one gets noticed. We want it to keep it at a at a sustainable level where people can find each other and, and network in a, a reasonable size group. So I'm thinking initially um, no more than, than um, perhaps 40 or 50 people in there. Um, and if you want to be one of those, then... Definitely head on over to homestylegreen.com slash studio before December 14th, 2014. That is just about it for this week. Um, keep in mind, episode 100 is coming up as well. And as I mentioned last week, I'd love to get your thoughts on one thing that you would like to do to make a better place to live. And if you've got a, an answer to that question, you can either email me, matthew at homestylegreen.com. You can find me on Twitter, at mcutlerwelsh, or over on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash homestylegreen. Or if you just head on over to the homepage on homestylegreen.com, you'll see a little button on the right-hand side where you can actually record a voice message. And I'd love to get some people commenting. Uh, it doesn't have to be very long. You can just hit the, pl- hit the record button there, and leave, a, leave me a quick voicemail to say what's one thing that you would like to do to make a better place to live. That's it for this week. Thank you very much for listening. I will be back home again next week and return to our more regular schedule. Thanks very much. Now go make a better place to live.